You're listening to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show, a podcast that discusses the intricacies of real estate investing with your host, Marcus E. Maloney. Marcus is a real estate investor best known for being the equity king. He's been awarded that moniker because he and his team find amazing real estate deals. He will be talking with investors who have done some transformational things in the real estate industry. They'll discuss their process, their strategies, and how their investments transform their lives and the communities they invest in. We welcome you to the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. I wanted to do it, but you know, I, I was a bit concerned with the moving and how that would affect my family. So after a while, I met my mentor, Justin Giles, top fund manager. I went out to a couple of his pop-ups where he would explain the flipping process. And I'm gonna be real with you. Just being surrounded by that that environment, seeing people who look like you, or or seeing people that you know have a similar lifestyle to you, or, or whatnot, that does something to your mentee. And yeah. just being surrounded by that, just sort of, and, and have that that conversation with these people, sort of pushed us to actually make that move. So- the We Love Equity Show is brought to you by Azria. Widely recognized as an outstanding resource for real estate investors with exceptional education, networking, and support, along with profit-enhancing benefits and all aspects of real estate investing. Visit Azria at www.azria.org. That's visit Azria at www.azria.org. Hey, We Love Equity family. How are you guys doing today? Today, uh, we're going to be speaking with Devin Harris based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, the ATL. So he's going to shed some light on some miraculous things that he's doing. Recently gotten started, but he's really making some waves in the industry. So for all of you newbies and beginners, you know, that are getting started, that's struggling to find that first deal, get that first deal, you know, flip that first property, you really need to tune up and listen to Devin. So crank up the volume on your iPhone, iPad, or whatever you, the listening device that you're listening to. Make sure you got your pen pad, get ready to take notes. So we can jump right in with Devin and talk about how he's finding deals and flipping properties right in one of the hottest markets in the country. So Devin, man, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very well, man. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. So pre-show, we was talking about a few things and I just want you to shed a little light with the listeners, man. How did you get started and why did you get started? Well, first of all, let's, let's go back. What did you okay. do? What were you doing before you got into real estate investing? Man, I was doing something completely irrelevant to real estate, man. I actually have a computer, a computer science degree from Troy University. And with that, I pretty much just, I moved my way through the IT, IT universe, making banking software and working with a banking company where we made that banking software. So it was pretty, okay. pretty opposite from what I have going on now. So, so why did you decide to change and pivot from the IT sector into real estate? Well, after working for about 10 years, man, in, the, in that, corporate, that corporate world, you know, I, I found myself still struggling, even spending that, the thousands of dollars on that computer science degree. I was still living paycheck to paycheck. And, you know, me personally, I like traveling. So I couldn't live in my luxuries with that, that nine to five paycheck. So I had to find a way to find multiple, multiple sources of income. And real estate was just one of those things that, that lucked out for me. 
Yeah, and that's a, a lot of people kind of go through that. You know, we all go through and we know that college is the path. That's what everybody tell us. You know, college is the path. Go get a degree. Right. Go and work for a big corporate giant, corporate entity, and then hopefully, yep. you know, you get your two weeks PTO vacation and everything like exactly. that and live happily ever after. But that's really not the case. And especially with the younger generations, we are now saying, hey, it got to be something different out here. And we're exactly. finding other, yeah, we're finding other avenues in order to do it. So you decided on real estate, man. Kind of tell us that transition from IT into real estate. How did you do it? Yeah, man. Uh, so I actually got my real estate license first. This is back when I stayed in Birmingham, Alabama, about okay. three years ago. I sold a couple houses and something hit me. I was getting taxed on those checks. Even though I would make a, a tremendous amount of money from the sale, the commission-wise, I still owe my, my brokerage all this money. In addition yep. to all the fees with that, too. So after learning that, you know, I, I figured, hey, there has to be a, a better way to make even more money with this with this real estate game. And that's when I sort of sort of started to network and I came across the process of wholesaling real estate. So with wholesaling, I'm sure a lot of people, uh, they're, they're familiar with the process. But long story short, you could you could buy and sell real estate without actually being licensed or without technically knowing too much about the real estate game in general. But uh, what what interested me, inter interested me most was I didn't have to spend money to wholesale a deal. So I started wholesaling houses and eventually, you know, I found my mentor, built up a little money, a little capital to actually flip a property. And uh, yeah, that's, that's basically how I started. So I became so, a real estate agent and, and then I started wholesaling houses. So did you just quit the nine to five, quit the IT job and went and got the license and started that way? Oh no, man! So at the, at that point, I was still working my nine to five. So I would I would work my day job, and then on the side, I would you know help help some of my friends and family sell their houses or find houses for them to buy. Okay, and and that's one of you know that's one of the quandaries that always come up. You know, should I get my license or shouldn't I get my license? Now, after getting your license and doing that for a while, do you think it was beneficial for you to get your license, or if you had to do it all over again, you wouldn't get your license? I would, I would definitely say it's beneficial, simply put, because I wanted to turn this into a career. And with that, with you having a license and being a, a seasoned investor or even wholesaling properties, there's, uh, this just opens up another source of income. So it's, I can save money selling my houses. I can make money buying somebody's houses. I can make money buying my own houses, all that good stuff. So in addition, you, you know, you learn a lot becoming a real estate agent. There's a lot of real estate law that you should sort of yep. uh, introduce to yourself as an investor. So for those of you who, who are sort of going along the same process, I would definitely say, go ahead and get your real estate license. It'd be extremely beneficial doing so. Absolutely. And that's what I tell a lot of people is there's the benefits outweigh the detriments to getting a license. A lot of people, they always just focus on the negatives. Well, I got to follow the broker's rules and I got to pay, you know, <laughs> for my license and everything like that. But the opportunities that eventually come through, you know, you being a license, being licensed, plus the additional level of credibility, you know, you have right. with your sellers and everything like that. And like you said, when you're doing flips, now you don't have to hire an agent to list that property for you. You can do it. You know, and exactly. save on that, save on that two and a half to three percent commission to an agent. Exactly, I couldn't have said it better myself. I really use it. Um, I tell every everyone this as well. I use it as a tool. 
So just like you mentioned, you know, I don't have to wait on agents to, to list my property or, or market it properly. I don't have to wait on an agent to go look at a house because all the super lot box needs that, that lot box access information. I don't have to wait. So I really like using it as a tool for me to sort of succeed on my end as far as business goes. Absolutely. And one of the things that I find, and I really only do it for, for families and friends, like you said, is, you know, because I have that, that license, family and friends and, and my community, they know that I'm licensed. So sometimes they'll say, hey, you know what? I've been following you. I've been listening to you. I'm right here in your market. Instead of me dealing with somebody else, you know, I need to buy a house. You know, why don't you help me? If I have right. the capacity and I have the time, I would definitely do it because that, again, that's another source of income versus if you didn't, then you'll have to refer them out to a realtor and you get a referral fee versus getting a full commission. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we're, we're on definitely on the same page with that. So guys, you know, from two realtors perspectives, we definitely see it as a benefit. Yes. There's some drawbacks at times to it, you know, because you have to do everything according to the Department of Real Estate Standard, which you should be doing anyway. So yeah, think about it. Could cost you upwards of a thousand dollars, you know, just to get that license, but the benefit, you know, definitely outweighs the uh, detriment. So Devin, tell us about, you know, your first deal. Everybody has though, have those first deal struggles. You're pivoting from IT, you're still working. What did you do to start getting into the real estate world? I know you said you found a mentor. So how did all of that transpire? Well, I feel like that's a two uh, two part question, man. Uh, would okay. You be more would you be more interested in hearing my first wholesale deal or my first flip deal? Uh, let's go um, whichever deal was first. So let's do that first okay. wholesale deal. Okay. So that first wholesale deal, man, this was about three years ago. My wife and myself had just got back from vacationing and I was sort of in that, I was sort of questioning the, the, the agent side of real estate because I was, again, I was getting taxed on each check yep. that I would, uh, I would be making for selling the houses. So a buddy of mine hit me up and it was like, uh, Hey, I don't know if you heard about this guy, Max Maxwell, but he's coming into your city. You need to go to that pop-up and learn more about wholesaling. And that's exactly what we did. We went to that hour-long meeting. And what I liked about Max Maxwell is it was a, it was your traditional pop-up. You know, he didn't have a whole, you know, syllabus ready for or be prepared for us to, you know, stick to. It was more like a Q&A. And from that Q&A, we, we learned a tremendous amount of information. And I basically took that information. I, I hit the field. Okay. Two months in, maybe a month or two months in, I found a property out in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, it was a property that I, I located the owner by simply doing a, a skip trace, a free skip, skip trace at that. A lot of people use PropStream. Yeah. You know, I, at that time, I was a little cheap. So, you know, I found, <laughs> his website, I found his website online, found the properties, the property owner information, reached out. They wanted to sell the house. And I had already located some buyers. And what I tell a lot of people who I talk to now regarding wholesaling, you want to find your buyers first whenever okay. you're wholesaling deals. Because, you know, getting the property on the contract, that's the easiest part. You offer somebody some money, they're going to they're gonna want to sell it. But what you're going to do when you, you have the house on the contract and there's no one to sell it to, right? So with me reaching out to buyers firsthand and getting that, that property on the contract, it was pretty much seamless. I was able to, to sell that deal without any issues. That was my first. I made $2,000 on that deal. Okay, so let's, let's go back, Devin, real quick. So how did you find the property? First off, was it from driving for dollars or, you know, somebody 
overhearing the conversation. How did you find that that property to even start skip tracing? Oh yeah, for sure. So it was it was definitely driving for dollars. Okay. Um, at the time, I was using this app called Deal Machine, and I would build up a database of as many properties as I could as possible. I would literally go driving for dollars on my my lunch break. Okay. And build up a, a database of properties. Okay, basically, so you so you were basically driving through neighborhoods for you guys that don't know what driving for dollars is, driving through neighborhoods and looking for identifiers. You know, if the property was boarded up or tall grass or, you know, blue tarps on the roof, you know, just in real bad condition, you found that property, got the address and you skip traced it, correct? Correct. That's absolutely correct. Okay. What's skip tracing? Cause I know you said you use the free service. Some people may be like you and me, like, Hey man, I don't want to pay for what, what uh free service did you use in order to find it? Was it just Google or? No, nah, man. So it's this website called fastpeoplesearch.com. It's free to use. You got to do this little security check just to make sure you're not, okay. you're not out of the country or whatever, but yeah, it's really seamless, man. You just type in the address information, or if you add their name, you can type in their name, and it literally gives all of their, their information from, from their family members' names to their email addresses, phone numbers, everything. Okay, so guys, there's a free resource in order for you to use in order to get out there and start skip tracing. Because a lot of people, that's one of the, that's one of the excuses that they make is I don't have any money, but there are free resources that you can use, especially just getting started and you're doing one-offs uh, that you can use in order to find these sellers. So you found a seller, Did you, you just gave them a call, sent them a letter, kind of walk us through the process, Devin. Yeah, so I found the, I pulled up on the property, wrote down the address, went on to fastpeoplesearch.com, found the, 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 the owner's information and basically I just gave, I gave them a call. So this, this property owner is a bit, it was a bit different. The, the, the actual owner was an older lady and her, her daughter was actually attempting to sell the property and she wanted to avoid all the realtor fees and whatnot. So, yep. you know, I, I negotiated a, a, a price on the property and we made a deal. Easy as okay. that. Okay. And then you already had your, your buyers lined up. So guys, it's, it's, it's really as simple as that. Yes, there are additional steps within the process, like making sure you know where to get the contracts from, making sure you know what verbiage is in the contracts and everything like that. But it is really as simple as that. You know, once you start building and start doing more, then, you know, you start putting these systems in place. But when you're a one-man show, you just got to get out there and you just got to hustle and beat the streets. Mm -hmm. So, Devin, closing that first deal, man, what did that do to your confidence? Oh, it boosted my morale or my confidence tremendously. Seeing how simple it was to get that quick that quick money. Uh -huh. um, after that, I mean, I, we went through another four or five deals within the next couple, just simply by doing exactly what we did before, driving for dollars, building that database and making your cold calls. Okay. So guys, there, there's the step, step-by-step -step process uh, right there. Step-by-step -step process. Devin just laid it out for you. So Devin, what were some of the strategies that you used to, to build those buyers, to find those buyers? That way, once you had that property, you knew who to send it to. Oh yeah, social media. That's it, man. So I basically joined all of the Alabama Facebook groups that I could possibly find. So Alabama real estate Facebook groups. I probably joined about twenty to thirty groups, and I would simply make the post saying, "Hey, I'm a I'm a local investor, a wholesaler who's who's needing to build my buyers list." Yep. And people people would hit me up, and I would simply add on and add on. I would interview the buyers, 
figure out what type of hard money lending they're using, how many properties they go through a year, all that good stuff. So I could sort of uh, see who's actually serious or someone who I can actually call if any event I came across a property. There you go. And right now, guys, if you listen in to Devin very closely, really has been no money out of his pocket except for None. a little bit of gas money driving around to look for properties. That's exactly. it. You know, so if you follow these small little step-by-step processes, you can definitely get out there and close that first deal as well. So Devin, tell me, so you had these successes. Did you always have this success or did you run into some roadblocks along the way? Man, look, I'm going to be completely, I'm going to be honest with you. And I, and I tell a lot of folks who's just not getting started with wholesaling specifically, it's not for the weak hearted, man. It's not for the weak. You, you're going to have times where you, things just not going right. You, you feel like you're doing the most and it's not, it's not beneficial whatsoever. I've had a tremendous, a lot of failure through the, through the, uh, the couple or the few years that I've been attempting to wholesale properties. And all I can tell you is you have to take those failures and learn from them. And eventually, you know, if you keep working hard and you, you, you stay determined and confident, you'll get that first deal. So never give up. As long as you're out there, you know, doing what you ought to do and, and making an attempt to succeed, you're going to succeed. Yeah. And that's what I tell people. Actually, we just we just put on a two day class this past weekend. And that's one of the things that I told them. I said, look, guys. You got to have the right mindset. You got to be focused because you're going to have these ebbs and flows where you get these, you know, super highs where you close a deal, you're excited, but then it may be two, three months before you close your next deal. And then mm -hmm. you start having those, those down in the dump days, you know, but yep. you got to be able to make sure you kind of stay even level plateau because, you know, yes, you, you're going to go up, but you're also going to come come down but it's how you deal with that adversity and those successes is what make you be consistent in everything right. that you're doing exactly okay so it's you and your wife right so three years in it's you and your wife you guys are working running pretty hard tell me what's going on now first of all i'm sorry let me go back let's talk about one of these deals that possibly failed because everybody okay. loves to talk about the successes What's one of the deals that she had under contract or something like that, and it just did not close, did not go through? What happened? Yeah, honestly, there's several wholesale deals that, that failed, simply put, because we, we didn't interview our buyers, one, or the deal just wasn't a deal. Listen, mm -hmm. you can't make a deal work, right? You can't force a deal or a property to have comps in a specific area or if your your seller, the owner of the property, they're not coming, they're not reducing on that price. You can't go out and try to market that property because it just, it's not going to work. So, we've had uh, several instances where those those exact things happened, and we we ended up losing the deal. So, um, yeah. and that's, that's time and money. Yeah, it definitely happens. It happens a lot. <laughs> and and, I, and that's why I say you you have those highs, those successes when you get that check from closing, and then you had those lows where you'd be like. Okay, I think I got a deal. You know, I, this could be 10 grand, five grand, 20 grand, and then you get zero from it. <laughs> you know, you, you have those days when it's like that. So tell, tell us, Devin, what are, what are you currently doing right now? What are some of the marketing strategies that you're using to find deals? Because you're in Alabama and in and, and Atlanta. So, and I know Atlanta is extremely hot and Birmingham is, is starting to be on fire too, pretty, pretty much. So what are you doing, you know, to really get out there and find deals? 
Yeah, right now. So we're 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 working full time in Atlanta, Georgia now. And basically, what I'm doing, it's really simple. A lot of people don't they don't believe me when I say this, but it's as simple as pulling up Zillow, locating the property, and just proceeding forward from there. What I like most about wholesaling is wholesaling truly is a a a teacher. It it you learn all of the lessons you ought to know once you sort of jump into the the flipping world, right? Okay. Everything that I learned with wholesaling, I'm able to do while I flip properties and with ease. But basically, as far as locating deals, you know, I, I look on Zillow. I stick to a specific criteria, which is renovations. So okay. if I find a house that needs lipstick, I basically reach out to the agent and I negotiate a reasonable price. A lot of prices are saturated right now, or rather uh, inflated. A lot of prices are inflated. And I think that's what's, what's deterring people from actually proceeding forward. You guys, you got to negotiate. I learned negotiation from wholesaling. Yep, right? yep. So anytime I see a deal on Zillow that's too high, I simply reach out to the agent and I make a deal work by adding incentives. Okay, okay. So you're just using Zillow. No marketing, no marketing dollars is going on Zillow trying to find these deals. How successful are you at doing that, Devin? I'm massively successful. A, a good percentage of our deals are coming through just that, that process, right? Again, it's just as, as simple as me going on to Zillow, finding our deals, and then simply reaching out to the agent and negotiating. I do have one other process I, I use that a lot of people, they still don't believe me when I say this, but I find a lot of wholesale deals from Facebook. Mm, okay. Right? So should enlighten us, enlighten us. So basically, again, all I do is um, I, I join all the Georgia real estate groups on Facebook and a lot of wholesale wholesale deals are, are within these groups. So anytime I see somebody that has a, a decent deal that I'm interested in, I, I reach out to them, show them my proof of funds and we make something work out. OK, so very simple. I mean, it's, it's it's a very simple plan and it's working for you because I've, I've been following you on, on Instagram and been watching what you've been doing and everything like that. And that's the, one of the reasons why I have you on the show, because I'm like this, yeah, this brother, he's, he's out here doing some things <laughs> recently in the game. So just letting you guys know, uh, it's not like he's been doing this for 15, 20 years or anything like that. Three years in, and he's already starting to flip but got started from wholesaling. So, you know, you can follow Devin's track and be there, you know, in two years, three years. Simple as that. No marketing dollars, just Zillow, you know, and driving for dollars. So tell me, Devin, when we come back, this is what I want you to do. I want you to lay out, you know, your flipping strategy, how you were able to find contractors and things like that. So let's take a brief break, hear a word from my sponsors. And when we come back, we'll talk about, you know, your process for flipping. Okay. PropString is the industry's number one tool for locating distressed properties and connecting with highly motivated sellers with 100% coverage across the U.S. PropString provides a deep dive into any property's specific details, making it easy to generate lists of distressed properties and contact to the owners. No other product or service can compare. Gain access to MLS property details like expired listings. You can pull accurate comps, even sale prices in non-disclosure states. This information is typically reserved for licensed real estate professionals, but is also available to you in PropStream. Gain access to unlimited nationwide property search, comparable home sales, targeted marketing lists, and 
owner contact lookup, built-in marketing tools, hundreds of filters to search and sort leads. Start your free seven-day trial now by going to crowd.propstreampro.com slash we love it. All right, guys, we are back. We have Devin Harris here based out of Atlanta, and he's a wholesaler slash fix and flipper that's doing deals in, in Atlanta. And he's actually doing all of these deals without any marketing budget. So just by networking and using social media and online sites, he's finding his deal. So there's absolutely no excuse for you to get out there and say, well, I can't do it because I don't have the money or anything like that. As long as you have the time, you have the opportunity and you have the internet, you can get out there and you can find deals. So there's no excuse. So Devin, coming back, man, you went from wholesaling in Alabama to now doing fix and flips in Atlanta. How did that transition change? How did you go from Alabama to Atlanta? And how did you go from flipping to wholesaling? So Alabama to Atlanta, how did that happen? Man, so uh, so basically, I came across a group of friends out here who who sort of hyped us up to make a move. We were I, I was really uh, stagnant at that point. It, it was a, it was a huge analysis paralysis. I I wanted to do it, but you know I I was a bit concerned with the move and and how that would affect my family. So after a while, I met my mentor Justin Giles, top fund manager. I went out to a couple of his pop ups where he would explain the flipping process and. I'm going to be real with you. This being surrounded by that, that environment, seeing people who look like you or, or seeing people that, you know, has a similar lifestyle to you or, or and whatnot, that does something to your mentee. And yeah. this being surrounded by that, this sort of, and, and, and have that, that conversation with these people sort of pushed us to actually make that move. So eventually, you know, after coming out here a couple, a few times from Birmingham to Atlanta, we, they finally talked us into it and we built, built up the nerve to make that move. Okay. So one thing that you said right there, man, is proximity is power. You know, yeah. you, you had to get around the right people and just, just by being around the right people, it inspires you. It gives you energy. It motivates you to say, Hey, you know what? This dude over here, this gal over here, she's doing it, you know, and I'm right here and I'm talking with them, you know, and they may be flipping, you know, 10 properties, you know, every couple of months or whatever. And you're like, okay, well now I can talk to them and pick up the phone and say, Hey, this is one of the struggles I'm having. What did you do in this situation? So guys, yeah. you got to get out there. You got to network. You got to find those right mentors and people to be around. And I'm not saying you have to go out and find the 10, 15, $30,000 mentor, but you just never know. It may be someone right in your market that you can talk to, you know, go to your local RIA, you know, go on meetup and, you know, you can find those people there. So you made that move to Atlanta. How supportive was your wife, man? Be honest with you. Oh, yeah, she was massively supportive. We built the business at the same time. We came up with the business plan while we were in uh, Athens, Greece, uh, you know, a few years ago. And okay. we went into the business together, man. So she was massively supportive. Okay. So now is she licensed as well? She's not licensed. Okay. Okay. And that's one of the things I, that I always tell people too. I say, Hey, you know what? If you got a spouse that's licensed, the other spouse don't definitely don't need to be licensed. So that's right. good. What do you have? What are, what is she doing with you, you know, to help support the business and as you guys are working together. So right now I'm kind of talking about spouses, how spouses can work together. 
Yeah, so basically we, we split all of the duties right down the middle. Um, she, she helps out tremendously from locating properties to to make offers on. She'll make the offers. She'll speak to the agents. And that's just on that side of the real estate transaction. Let's say we buy a property. We're out looking for contractors. We need to find the material. She'll go out shopping to see what we're going to use as a material. And then all the way to this, the point of selling the property, she'll help market the property. She'll she'll figure out what the comps need to be, all of all the good stuff you need as far as your real estate transaction. Okay, that's good, man. That's good that you you and the wife working together. Wifey is supporting you, pushing you. Go, Devin, rah, 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 rah. And, <laughs> and you doing the same thing to her, man, for her. So Absolutely. that's good. That's excellent. So how did you guys um, start flipping? Basically, again, we I went to uh, one of my mentors' pop-ups and eventually we, we ended up joining his mentorship. If, if that's one thing I could say to everyone is, you know, there's two routes you can take when it comes to learning the game. You can either learn yourself and take a massively long time doing so, or you can simply locate someone who who seems like they're experienced in the game and learn from them. It's not a cheat, but you know, I feel like that's the easiest route. It takes it takes a little bit, a bit of money to make money. So that was one of our first investments. So basically we bought into his mentorship and he 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 explained everything from A to Z. And we pretty much just we got our our, our feet wet a little bit, wholesome a few more deals to build capital. Okay. And right when the pandemic popped off uh, uh, last year, literally right when the pandemic happened, we bought our first investment property. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you don't mind me asking, how much was it, was the mentorship? The mentorship was it was five thousand to join. Okay. And then on top of that, he would get he would charge you for your first two deals. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so you guys work something out creatively to get that mentorship going, and that's one of the things that I always tell people. You know what is. You got to find, again, you got to find that mentor that's willing to impart wisdom in the industry into your life. That way you don't have to go around in circles and circles trying to figure things out. You can always just pick up the phone or schedule a Zoom call and say, hey, look, I need to jump on a call with you. This is what I'm going through, man. Help me out. What should we be doing? Because it expedites that learning curve so much and i know and i'm going to talk to you know especially some of the younger people we always figure we got the energy we can get on there we can figure it out we can learn it on youtube yes all of that information is out there you know but you're going to be sitting in front of that computer for days and hours and weeks trying to figure it out and then once you get that education now it's the application that's the hard part is, yeah, you can sit there and you can figure it out and you can know the, the process step by step, but do you have the gall, do you have the nerve to actually jump out there and do it? And that's really one of the good things that a good mentor will do is they will push you out of the nest and say, hey, look, you didn't learn quite a bit. When are you going to take some action? You know, when are you going to get out there and do it? And not everybody can do that. So, man, you stepped out by faith during the pandemic. You bought your first property. Tell us about the property, how you found it, and, you know, kind of what was the numbers on it? Yeah. Yeah. So this property, uh, it was a wholesale deal. Basically, one of the guys I networked with through my process of wholesaling hit me up and was like, yo, I got a sweet deal for you, man. You, you're going to want to take this. And it, I think it was a, the property was sitting on market on Zillow or the uh, MLS for about maybe two or three months. And at that time, prices was, was relatively low. Wow. So, uh, we, yeah, we ended up picking it up for 98000 Okay. Right. 
And the wholesale deal was he was just going to charge us 2000 So technically, it cost us 100000 to purchase the property. Now, with a lot of people, I think a lot of reasons why, or one of the reasons why a lot of people deter from flipping is because, hey, I don't have the capital. I don't have $100,000 to flip a house. Well, we, we use a strategy or a financial strategy called hard money. And mm -hmm. basically, you just put down a percentage to pick that up. So although the house, the purchase price was 100000 it really only cost us 20000 Gotcha. Okay. Right? So basically 20, 20% to get the finance. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. So furthermore, we partnered on that deal too. So technically only cost us 10,000 to buy a house for a hundred thousand, but in that neighborhood, you know, comps were around, around, around 160,000. Okay. We only put about 20, 20,000 into the renovation. It took us three weeks to, to renovate the property and put it on market. I sold that house in a matter of a month. So that was a two-month lipstick bill that, you know, we ended up making, pocketing over $50,000. There you go. And you only put out ten grand for it. So, guys, you, you do not let money be a roadblock for you. It's so much money out here, but you got to network and you got to know where to get it. Okay, so one of the things that Devin said was, hey, he used a hard money lender. A hard money lender, in case you don't know, is someone, a company or someone that has money, they'll lend you the money normally at around 20%, you know, 20% down, and then you have a higher interest rate, but it's a quick, quick loan. So normally you can only have that loan for, you know, six to 12 months, something like that, but you can get into the deal you know, you can start flipping and then exit that property. And then that hard money lender is paid off. Now, did the hard money lender, Devin, did they, did they do the acquisition and the construction cost? Yes, they did. Absolutely. So they did the acquisition up to uh, 75 LTV and then they did hundred percent financing on the renovation budget. Okay. So you're all in at just 10%. So you got $10,000 brought to the table, but that $10,000 help you exit at a property at 165. So man, that's a good deal, especially in a new market, especially being in a hot market. So as to let you guys know that deals are definitely out there. Devin, being in this new market, how were you able to find the contractors to do the work? Honestly, networking. Uh, networking is key. All the people I met through my wholesale product, I was able to build rapport with these people and just based off of, you know, me being there in the field and, and speaking with people and showing that I'm willing to learn, these folks were, they were more than willing to share their contractors with me. So at the point of us finally getting into the flip, we already had a, a book full of contractors to work with. But the thing about it is a lot of these folks, a lot of these people are busy, especially during the summertime uh, when yep. it comes to flips. So we sort of had to bounce around until we, we found a team that we could realistically work with on every deal. And I'm, I'm still working with these people to this day. There you go. Okay. So, and that's very important. So like I tell people is you can't just sit behind a desk and try and analyze and look at deals and everything like that. You have to get out and you have to meet people and you have to talk to people. And by doing that, that's how you start building up these resources. You start building up, you know, your contractors, finding your private money lenders, finding your hard money lenders, finding your other wholesalers, finding deals, you know, so you have to get out there. You have to open up your mouth and you have to talk. You can't use that excuse. Well, I'm an introvert. I don't like to talk to people. Well, if that's the case, don't enter this business because you got to have strong relationships in order to do it. Right. And just to sort of, uh, just to sort, sort of add to that, 
I think this industry is a huge character building uh, industry. It forces you to sort of step outside of your comfort zone and, and really do things that you're not normally used to, but doing so sort of builds your character and allows you to become a shark. It does. I mean, it, it challenges you and it, and you challenge yourself and it lets you know, because you know, everybody walk around with, I'm a beast, I'm a mogul, you know, I'm, I'm right. taking on the world. But when it comes down to it, those same people are cringing. They scared to take that <laughs> step of faith. Oh, I don't have the money. You know, I don't have the contractors. I can't find a deal. I don't have a marketing budget, everything like that. But the real killers they get out there and they make it happen by any means necessary they find a way in order to get into the industry and that definitely sounds like what you and your wife did Devin so yep share with us man what what are you excited about in your business right now right now we're we're scaling we've we've hit that year mark since our first our first slip so now we're just simply scaling we're trying to build our contractor list and we're we're trying to you know locate more deals. So within a 365 day calendar mm -hmm. day, we went through 10 deals. We successfully flipped 10 houses. So now we're just, we're making a new goal to go through 20 in, a, in, a, in 365 days. So we're having to scale. We're starting to hire people to help us out, find more contractors and, and really buy as many properties as possible. Congrats, man. Congrats, man. I love, I love the success trend that you, that you have going on right now. So tell Thank us, because we're going to start wrapping up here. Devin, what would you recommend to a new investor getting started? You know, what, what's some of the things that you would tell them to do? Right. I would definitely recommend to, you know, again, find a mentor. Find somebody that knows about the game and ask as many questions. As you, you, you definitely want to learn as much as possible before doing so. Or even if you don't know, know as much as possible, just start taking action and, you know, just look, start networking and finding people who could shed some light on, on the process. I will also recommend actually taking action. There's, you can sit there and learn all the information for months without actually doing something. Then you'll sort of roll back to your, 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 your normal ways of thinking as far as, hey, I'm going to stick with this, this one source of income and, and I'm going to be fine with that. No, you have to sort of get out of your comfort zone and start doing stuff in order to succeed. There you go. So you heard it right there from Devin, a person that's not long you know, in the industry, but actually making some waves and doing some things, did 10 flips last year. So, hey, he's a person that you should connect with and talk with, especially if you're in that Atlanta market. So, Devin, right now, man, we're going to put you in a hot seat, man. I want you to answer these questions for me as quick as possible. But if you need to um, elaborate, feel free to do so, man. So starting over, starting over, what would you do differently? Oh wow! Starting over, what would I do differently? And I would, I would definitely have. I would, I, I think I would have, I think I would have had a little, bit, little bit more experience building or learning a little bit more once I got my real estate license. Again, that information that you gain once you get your real estate license is extremely beneficial. So I think I would have spent a bit more time learning the processes as far as contracts go and just the real estate law in general. Okay. What is one characteristic you believe every high producing investor has to have? That drive, the, okay. the drive to get out there and grind. If you, you can't be lazy with this business, th that point that you become lazy, I mean, that's, that's when you start losing money. So you definitely have to have that drive and motivation to keep pushing. Gotcha. 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 Okay. Can you give us one, you know, good book recommendation or, you know, video recommendation, anything like that that you 
feel that would help someone new or someone that may be struggling, give them that a little bit of extra encouragement to keep going? Oh, yeah, for sure. Rich Dad, Poor Dad was definitely a book I think every uh, new entrepreneur should uh, should read, simply put, because this, this is a lot of information that wasn't taught to us in grade school. All of that, all this stuff in that book you need to know about. Also, another book for those wholesalers, if, if you can't wholesale after this, I've got nothing for you. It's on Amazon. If you okay. want to learn more about the wholesale process, please pick that book up. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and if you can't wholesale after this, I got nothing for you. Those are two books you guys need to pick up uh, and read if you haven't done so already. So tell us, Devin, what are you guys, I know you and your wife are doing some some helping with some students. Kind of what, what do you have going on as far as education? Oh, yeah, man. So we actually have a program through my business that you can locate on HarrisHomesREI.com. We offer a way for novice investors to flip a house without actually knowing how to do so. So there's always going to be risk whenever you flip a property. We're simply we're simply navigating a way for you to calculate that risk and to make some money while you're learning as well. So if you're interested, go ahead and uh, take a look at my website, HarrisHomesREI.com, and look into our investment program. We can offer a way for you to learn the process and earn some money while doing so. Okay, there you go. So again, we did a lot of excuse busting on this episode today. So if you need to learn, you can go and check out Devin at his websites. I'll make sure all of that information is in the show notes. Man, people get out there and just start doing something. Stop talking about it and start doing it. You know, you don't want to be one of those ones that's always talking about, well, I'm going to get out here and I'm going to flip a house one day or I'm going to wholesale a house one day. Make that day today. Let's get started today. You know, start with a simple action. Start with a simple action plan. This week, what am I going to do? Make sure you accomplish that. Then set out a plan for the next week. Then set out a plan for the next week. Eventually, you'll look back and you'll say, man, because I started on this day doing this one simple task that got me to where I am right now. So, Devin, man, I really appreciate it. Thank you for being here on the show. So in parting, man, give us some words of encouragement for those who, again, that are on the sideline, ready to jump in, but they doing a double dutch, man. You know, they in and out, in and out, <laughs> in and out, don't know what they want to do. So what's some words of encouragement for us? Man, look, the, the best investment you can ever make is on yourself. So anytime you're trying to, to make a major move, just, just, just consider just consider what you want to do in life. Don't let other people try to deter you from doing what you want to do. So if you, if you got a goal in mind, go ahead and do it. Don't be afraid to take that leap of faith because you never know what's behind that door. All right, guys, you hear that. Again, I wanted to bring Devin on because, you know, we have a lot of investors on the show that's been doing it for 10, 15, 20 years. I wanted to bring somebody on that was under five years but it's still making progress. So you guys can see, hey, within the first, you know, one to three years, I could really be flipping 10 houses a year. Yes, that can absolutely be you, but you got to take that first step and you got to get out there and do it. So Devin, I really appreciate it, man. Give the wife, I'm sending my regards to the wife for her to continue to keep supporting you and you continue to keep supporting her. And we're going to follow you guys' trajectory to the stars. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. All right. Thank you, guys. You heard it here from Devin Harris. 
This is the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. You can always find us on Instagram, uh, YouTube, where all of the podcast platforms that you listen to were definitely there. Just look for me, Marcus E. Maloney, and that E stands for equity for the We Love Equity Real Estate Show. All right, guys, I hope you got inspired by Devin. I mean, a really, really good story. Haven't been in the industry long, but again, doing some great things. And he did it by just taking one simple step. And that's what you guys have to do right now today. Decide to take that one simple step. You know, you you also know that indecision is also a decision. So if you're out there and you don't know if you want to do it or you want to do it, but you haven't taken action, that's indecision. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing is going to materialize for you if you don't take the step, if you don't take the action. So I'm giving you an opportunity here. Listen to the podcast, you know, subscribe to the podcast. You can always go to my website, MarcusEMaloney.com, get free contracts, free information, a free 15-minute consultation to speak with me directly. Yes, not an assistant, but to speak to me directly to help you get on the right track and on the right path towards your real estate success. So again, you can always find me at IG at MRCS Maloney, Facebook at MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, LinkedIn at Marcus Maloney. I'm out there. The opportunity for me and you to connect is out there. Come on, let's do it. Be a part of the We Love Equity family. We're looking for aggressive individuals right now that want to take their real estate investing career seriously. So you guys know what to do. You got the information. Let's take action and always remember to enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to today's show. I picked up some great actionable items and I'm sure you did as well. If so, let me know. You can always reach me via social media at facebook.com slash MRCS Maloney, Twitter at MRCS Maloney, and of course, IG at MRCS Maloney. You can also always reach me via email at mmaloney at equityri.com. Make sure you reach out to our guest as well. You can always find their contact information in the show notes below. If you have not subscribed already, what are you waiting for? Join the family. And while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. This is how we tell if we're providing you with what you need for your journey. If there's someone you would like for me to interview, or if there's a subject matter you would like for me to cover, please let me know. Finally, if you're looking for additional information about real estate investing, go to equityrealestateblog.com, also youtube.com slash Marcus Maloney. Until next time, family, always enjoy the journey.